0: G'day, welcome to the Mailbag's preview show. We're just going to be taking a look at Sydney this week, but there's a pretty decent card. It's just unfortunate that we've been met with another forecast of rain there on Saturday. But uh, Mark Shan, we've got a few decent races. We've got the Apollo Stakes, we've got the Lightfingers as well. Um, Should be a couple of decent form races going forward.
1: Yeah, could be a day to tread warily though, uh, as was last week, uh, we saw a few bite the dust at Chordods last week with a rain affected track, and we've got a lot of horses resuming from spells here on Saturday and rain predicted as well on Friday and Saturday, so not sure what we'll end up with, but uh, leaves with a bit of a head scratch at the moment, but anyway we'll try and find a winner or two.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Mark Roden, uh, rail in the six metre position. Do you have any prediction for how the track might be playing there on Saturday? Uh, I'm going to uh, be
2: a bit careful about predicting that. It's true to six, which is a strange, you know, they usually go out in increments of around three. So it was true last week and out to six. Uh, Rain forecast during the day, which would generally mean getting down the middle a bit. But against that, there's a pretty big southerly forecast, which uh, traditionally favours leaders. So there's a few ways it could go. And so along with the first up, as um, you know, that we'll have to be a bit careful with, we'll
0: have to be a bit careful with the pattern, I think. Yep, for sure. Okay, we're going to preview the legs. We'll start off with race six, which is the Southern Cross over 1,200. Uh, Masked Crusader, obviously uh, didn't salute last preparation. That's the nominal favourite at 250, best available. Standout's 440. Heron seven. Hightail, eight. Everything else is in double figures. Mark Shan, anything that takes your eye there in race six?
1: Yeah, look, I think Bass Crusader, if um, if he takes the bull by the horns here and, and spears across from barrier nine, I think he'll take some running down. I liked his trial. A few things didn't go right for him last time, and he was narrowly beaten by Varda first up, and he had a bit of a, a gut buster at Rose Hill and didn't back up from that. So uh, judging by the way he trialed, um, if he can get a similar sort of run and bounce and lead here, I think it'd be pretty hard to beat. I think um, the wet's okay. He's good, fresh. Against that standout, it's probably not so good in the wet. A um, few of these others are, you know, a bit of a question mark to me. Victorum put a lot of weight first up. Um, so I'm with the favourite here. Okay.
0: Mark Roden, uh, the peak figure on the punting form data for Mask Crusader did indeed occur first up last breath when he was on that heavy 10. Um, are you leaning his way as well?
2: Um, not really at the price. I do have him on top, but uh, what's he, around 6-4-ish? to four-ish. Um yep. Short enough for me for a horse that's never uh, raced in this grade before. You know, he's up to group three level. Um, just against a couple of uh, tough sprinters who've been there and done that in, in this kind of grade, at, just at the price. I, I do have him on top, as I said. But uh, I could entertain, not for huge bets, things like Roheran. I hate Roheron's racing style, but <laughs> yeah. uh, the outstanding uh turn of speed he has one on heavy before there's a bit of a school of thought that he's better on dry but i've just he's done it twice on heavy track so i can't pot him in his by a long way um hightail who is uh certainly not, not as good a run as Rohiran up in queensland but has um his best 1200 meter form puts him in it uh and at a little bit of odds too um and just maybe having a complete dream i think albumen's going really well the uh, I had him written off as gone, but um, both his runs his prep have been um, good enough to maybe not win this, but run a race at big odds, uh, and I'll be interested to see what the yard report on Gemsong is. He's uh, he's certainly well placed in his class, 1,200 maybe a bit short for him these days, and uh, he may not be forward enough. So yeah, um, Mars Crusader on top, but a no for me at the current price, and um, yeah. You're
0: looking to bet around it, but not not to stakes, I wouldn't think. Okay. Uh, race seven, the Apollo is the Group Two over fourteen hundred, and very elegant. Heads to the market at three sixty from, Colding and Funstar at five dollars a piece. Dreamforce six fifty. You've got Mugatu at eight, and then uh, collet at ten dollars fifty stars uh, resumes here, over the fourteen hundred up in Sydney. Uh, Mark Shan, any of these impress you in the trials?
1: Um, Dreamforce has had two trials. His first trial, pretty average, I thought. Second trial, he beat up a very ordinary team. So, you know, was entitled to win that trial. Mugger, 2 trial really well, as he does usually at wine, Got back and hit the line well. Very elegant. Hasn't been asked to do much. Fun Stars trial particularly well, I thought. Um, they put her a bit closer to the speed in the trials. And uh, she's gone quite well. So interesting race with the wet, um, if we get the wet. I was in Coldings Corner originally, but um, if the rain comes, it certainly swings it around to horses like Very Elegant Mugger and Fun Star and Colette. So, And personally, I didn't really want to be on those on the dry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, it's a bit of a trap race for me. As it stands, I'm on Colding. Um, if the track remains around a five or a six, if it gets any worse than that, I'd probably bail out. I'm just a bit worried with Very Elegant coming back from Melbourne Cup preparation. That's the only thing I've got against her. And the race was put on for a first up last time in, but she does eat the mud, doesn't she?
0: Yep, indeed. Uh, just in terms of that, is that more because racing over 3200 last start? Obviously, it's she's had a uh, spell since then. But horses can often race a little bit dour next preparation first up.
1: Yeah, well, you've just got to see how they trial, I suppose. She hasn't been asked to do much in the trial, but yeah, you know, it's something that she is coming off a different preparation, isn't she? She ran at yep. two miles, so Caulfield Cup and then a 3200 in the Melbourne Cup. So she's coming off a different prep. Um, and as I said, I think she fluke winning first up last time in, whereas previously she'd taken a few runs to to hit a peak. So... Yeah, I think Margaret too could come into this if it gets really wet. Um, He he ran a great race in the Cox Plate
2: and uh, he's a good wet tracker.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, Mark Roden, any angle here in uh,
2: race seven for yourself? Um, Well, I'm going to be talking to Rob about this because he actually found very elegant um, first up last time in the spring when she won. Um, So he'll have a very good line on it, I think. Um, I'm not too concerned about... 1,400 first up throw, despite running in the Melbourne Cup last time. Top class, Wade for Age Horses, can and have done that previously. Quite a few Melbourne Cup winners. I know she didn't win it, but she ran very well in the Melbourne Cup. Quite a few Melbourne Cup winners have won the All Stakes first up in Melbourne over 1,400. Well, not quite a few, about three, but um, it, it, just, it can be done. And if yeah. the rain comes, it's going to play right in, uh, to her hands. That said, I'm not charging into 9 to 4, 5 to 2 two days out from the race without hearing what Rob has to say because she could well be I mean she's got other targets there's some very rich races for her later on in the autumn doesn't need to be um, wound up just yet Um, and so I'll be guided by Rob there Um, now assuming it's wet um, if we're going to be looking around her I'd be looking to have smaller bets on Colette and even um, 50 stars that's some good old wet form and not a uh, bad old horse. Um, don't have to have any, have any Hayes and B. McDougall combination. wins too many weight for age races, but um, we'll get a price. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think
0: I've ever seen the uh, the combination. Anyway, uh, we'll play on. But you, you mentioned Rob, and he does have a really good profile on not only the Waller Yard, but I think Very Elegant's probably the poster child for uh, for that combination over the last couple of years. And certainly since she switched stables, uh, he's been really taken with the way that she's paraded, especially under the guidance of Waller. So... We'll wait and see. It'll be very important on the day. Uh, race eight on the card is the Light Fingers over 1200 for the three-year-old fillies, the group two as well. Uh, in terms of the market, uh, away games, favourite around the, the 3.30 mark, uh, 4 dollars for Hungry Heart, and then you're out to $8 for Evangelic. Uh, mark Shan, three-year-old fillies. Uh, I guess we'll get a, a little bit of a guide again from the yard in this race, but do you have one that uh, fits the bill at this stage?
1: Yeah, look, a pretty tricky race to my eye. Um, if the rain does come, I'm going to have something on Thermosphere just because she's had the run under a belt. I yep. don't think there's a lot between a few of these mares, of these villages, I should say. And she did close off okay there the other day. Um, she's probably looking for a little bit further, but having said that, she's around the $859 mark with that run under a belt, as opposed to a few of these others going into it first up. Thought she had a chance in a very tough race. Not sure what to make a hungry heart. She's only ever won one to 1,200, and that was only with a field of seven, so I'm not sure where she'll get to. No real known wet form here. She finished about fifth or sixth in a golden slipper and just whacked away at the one pace. Uh, that was on wet ground, so that's her only run that I could find. A way game. Her ratings have been a bit down on her two-year-old season, so I'm just a little bit worried. She did have a busy time as a two-year-old, just worried that she's back to that level was an okay run in the Gold Coast, but um, she looked to have every chance in the race. Uh, Five each way for me at the value.
0: Yep. Certainly a way game just on her first two figures, as you said. Probably about four to seven lengths off what she was recording as a two-year-old, as you said. So, uh, yeah, it does have a bit of improvement, but did win on a heavy track at Randwick over the 1,200 last prep. Yeah, she did. Mark Mark Roden, the three-year-old fillies. Anything for yourself?
2: I largely agree with Mark here. I thought the way game was too short. I, I wonder if the market's sorta of zeroing in on her Percy Sykes win as a two year old, which is the best figure I've gotten and that was on soft ground. So maybe predicting the weather and a bounce back to that, that sort of form, but I, I couldn't get it that short no way. Um I've the similar concerns with Hungry Heart. Uh, another one I'd want to speak to Rob about. Trials trial's been fine, but twelve hundred is short of the best trip. And I've landed on Thermosphere as well. So, you know, you, get, you can get nine, ten dollars uh I really like to run first up against, you know, older males, you know, things like Big Parade, pretty solid benchmark 88 price of race, that, that one. Um, and yeah, the fitness as well. Um, she'll do me at the price for sure. Uh, also, would like to speak to Rob about Sweet Reply, who I thought ran really well in the Sandman Guineas before a break. Um, all her form last time in was on dry ground, but she's by Deep Field, which is a cracking black breed, so, and she'll be, I expect. Pretty big So, if I can
0: get any sort of lead up, Rob, I'd spec there, of course. Sounds good, push, Steph Dirtmust here in the light fingers. Uh, race nine, final race in the cards, 1300, benchmark 88. Uh, Subadar is favourite at $2.80. You've got the Kingdom come seven, and so is Academy, both around that $7 mark, and everything else is double figures in the field. Mark Sheen, anything in the last?
1: Well, i found three horses here, and none of them like the wet, so I'm in a bit of trouble. Um, <laughs> look, I think Subadar's worst run was on a, a wet track. Um, it was heavy, admittedly, uh, against a Quick Thinker at Rose Hill one day, so that's something to be a little bit concerned about. Um, thought Academy's going really well this time in. Uh, he's trialled since he ran and trialled particularly well, but I think he prefers the dry also. He was my... Uh, pick originally, but uh, seeing that forecast later this afternoon has sort of uh, put a spanner in the works with him for me. I think the best wet trackers here are Poetic Charmer and Crystal Breeze. So if we, if you're looking for wet trackers later in the day, they might be the one. At the moment, I'm going to stick with Academy. If the you know the track's holding up around a five or six, but I'll probably lay Subadar if the track gets too wet. Okay, Mark Roden, how do you see the final race?
2: Yeah. Um... I don't know what to do here. It looks looked on paper when I first looked, a terrific race for Subedari It was a great first up, up a long break. But uh, I know that the, the evidence is limited, but that that just sticks out like a sore thumb how bad that run was on the wet. And also, he's by Seaport, who are a pretty ordinary breed to start with, but they're yeah. legless on the wet uh, as a rule. So he might even be scratched this time if it gets too wet. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, but know. i know. If she's double figure odds, i give Yamazaki a chance in anything but because she's, she's got such a great turn of foot, but she doesn't like the wet either. She's a dry tracker, I think. Uh, I'm a bit lost, to be honest. Um, I think Vikingdom comes going all right. Nash back on. Um, has handled wet okay previously, but I um, am approaching this race with zero confidence as it stands. Hopefully there's some, I don't know, scratchings or something and the picture becomes a bit clearer. But, yeah, as I said, I was very
0: focused on Suboday and the forecast is just stuffed back completely. You know? Okay. Okay. No, that's uh, that's all fine. There's still plenty of time between now and race nine on Saturday, that's for sure. Uh, time for a few best bets, uh, if possible, on what looks a difficult card recording on a Thursday evening. Uh, there's also the Triske on the card, which uh, features a it's a borderline favorite of this show in Ice Bath, uh, but it's up against a short favorite in Talia. Uh, Mark Shan, do you have any thoughts on the earlier part of the card or a best bet to, to end the uh, show?
1: Oh, well, Talia should win there. She'd be, she be, she be doing a dance if it starts raining. She loves the wet. Um, not races I normally get involved in the 2400s, but I, I didn't mind Carp Fever's run at uh, Warwick Farm the other day, so I thought... Uh, he handles the wet okays, one track and distance. Um, I thought it was an improved run last start, so just a little bit each way on him. I uh, thought stay inside would win the two-year-old. He still had a lot of improvement and um, was a little bit cold. He could have been arrested for indecent exposure there on the day. So he didn't really have his mind on the job, but he still did it. So he looks pretty hard to beat. And away from that, I'm going to lay Canasta in race five. I think it had a picnic in front the other day and, don't think it'll get it the same on Saturday.
0: Okay, very good. I like it. Uh, Canasta is currently uh, 370, 380 around that mark. Um, mark Roden, any race that takes your fancy at the moment as a race to try and attack on the day? Uh,
2: I'd stay inside as well. I'd, I'd, um, on figures, he should be shorter than 280. I think 280 was best pass by my Um I I'd tend to try and get those second start. 2 year old's beaten off a you know high rating first up win but that's when they're about 50. Um, if he comes back in that sort of form and nothing jumps out of the ground he should just be too good um i'm giving in the highway cost us a chance at 20 up to one that's my best value of the day um chased a pretty hot speed last time uh, has wet form and decent highway form previously shouldn't be 20 to one in this field i think um pretty, pretty flimsy uh form at the top of the market there. And yeah, I, I'm I'll be around for Nesta. I think Tayo gets into a dollar fifty or something and it, similar case to sort of Martha Crusader, she hasn't met a field of this depth before, although she could get just been complete control of the falls away with scratchings and stuff and they're all first up. But if she gets ridiculously short I might bet around there as well for coins.
0: Okay, beautiful. A few little angles there uh for the weekends. Um Mark and your stuff is available through the Mailbag online shop, uh, which will be sent out through the app. Uh, decent little day uh, there
2: yesterday at Warwick Farm. Um, yeah, Catapult. That rails-hugging yep. ride from Jay Collett ended in a good day. Had a small win at Hallsbury on Tuesday, so I'm string a few together.
0: Right, beautiful. And uh, Mark Sheen, we'll look forward to your thoughts, along with Rob Scarry there on Monday. Uh, anything else that you've had a look at between now and then uh, around New South Wales?
1: No, we've got Canterbury tomorrow night, but I haven't had a chance. Uh, i had a look at some trials today and still doing them, so I haven't had a chance to look at Canterbury as yet. But we had a big set of trials this morning at, uh, at Rose Hill with some slipper horses and uh, and a couple of others going around there. Okay, beautiful. Well, look, we'll talk about it on a Monday. And until then, guys, go
0: well. See you, boys. Thanks a lot.